This is a Federal News Network podcast. Having finished the legislative equivalent of a colonoscopy, Congress can get down to the more normal legislative business, if anything in this loony era can be considered normal. Who would have imagined a third pandemic relief bill or what kinds of barricades should be put up permanently around the fussy old Capitol building? Here with the latest, WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And Mitchell, just briefly, what was it like? Co- Whoops. Mitchell, briefly, what was it like covering the impeachment deal? That was, well, something you don't see every day. Certainly not, and certainly something that you don't normally cover two years in a row. That was really the strangest thing. It was kind of like, as Yogi Berra said, deja vu all over again. Obviously, this was a much different type of impeachment trial. Everything was all laid out right there uh, in connection with the president's speech on January 6th. And, of course, the incredible insurrection video that was released during that. I have to say that a lot of people here in the Capitol building, that was probably the most stunning part of the whole trial that you had these people that were literally in the chamber where people broke in and were then trying to assess judgment on that. That really shook up a lot of people, I think, during the trial. Obviously, we knew what the result was going to be. I think the fact that uh, seven Republicans joined with Democrats was pretty significant, as has been noted many times now, that that was the most bipartisan impeachment trial ever. So it was certainly a moment where I felt the weight of history as the days went by and we covered it. Yeah, I think people looking at that footage realized the more we we saw of this whole event, the worse it really was and the more dangerous it, it really was than you could tell from the very first day. Getting on to what's next in Congress, I guess the relief bill is the next big thing on the agenda? That's right. And they are now fleshing out the details of that $1.9 trillion relief package in the congressional committees. Uh, the House Ways and Means Committee recently passed the part of the package that a lot of people are really zeroing in on, which is the $1,400 checks for many Americans. Still could be some movement on uh, what the income thresholds are, but it looks like it's going to be for people earning less than $75,000 a year and under $150,000 a year for couples. And it would also boost federal unemployment benefits from $300 to $400 a week and expand the child tax credit that was added uh, relatively late in the game. Uh, it would provide most families with $3,000 a year for each child between the ages of 6 and 17, and it would go up to $3,600 for younger children. So a lot of still, uh, a lot of moving parts obviously still in there. Uh, the minimum wage, it looks like because of budget reconciliation, it sounds like they're going to have to strip that out separately, although Democrats are still trying to keep that in somehow. But uh, certainly a lot of work with nine different committees now in the House just alone. And then you add the Senate having to work on that. So there is going to be a lot of rubber hitting the road here in the next few weeks. And of course, the IRS gets the job of distributing all of this money to families. Anything in the bill to beef up their capabilities. Well, they are getting more money, but there is still some concern among lawmakers about how they're going to be able to get this out fast enough. Uh, Certainly the IRS turned around the big aircraft carrier, if you will, last year uh, with the CARES Act pretty quickly, all things considered. But still, many members of Congress still wonder if the IRS is really getting enough of the uh, resources that it needs to really get these checks out. And and a lot of these other things that I mentioned, for example, the child tax credit, uh, there's a lot of things that have to happen with that. And so uh, they're still tinkering with that around the edges. We're speaking with WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And in regards to the IRS, there was a proposal, at least from the White House, for that $9 billion of IT modernization for government. Doesn't look like that's going to get in there, though, now, does it either? No, it doesn't. It was taken out from the Senate side of the bill and uh, or the 
resolution, I should say. And um, uh, not surprisingly, as somebody we've talked about quite a bit, Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly has really made this a big issue, uh, saying that a lot of these agencies, uh, along with the telework issue, that this whole pandemic has clearly shown, uh, and a lot of lawmakers on both sides of the aisle agree with this, that more needs to be given to the federal government to try to get these agencies so that they can all absolutely turn on a dime when uh, something really wild like this happens, and and then just moving forward for them to be able to do that. So that money was stripped out. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly says he really thinks it should be back in there. Uh, There's a lot of money for IT that just is not going to get to the places he believes that it needs to get to. Does it seem like there's across the board support for the idea of this hours bank or time off bank for federal employees, which is considerable? It could add up to almost a quarter of the year for them to deal with COVID and family with COVID and that kind of thing. Yeah, there does seem to be a good amount of bipartisan support from that. That was coming through the House Oversight and Reform Committee, which Jerry Connolly, among others, uh, sits on. And basically it would provide that up to 600 hours of paid leave to anybody who's recovering from the coronavirus or caring for a family member or perhaps has issues with uh, uh, children who are attending virtual school. So what they want to do is get that bank set up. And as you know, they expanded it with the legislation that was passed recently to include postal service workers uh, as well as health care workers in the VA. So uh, a lot of support, I think, for that. I think they're just going to have to basically make sure that the nuts and bolts of it are all put together. But that will be certainly a big impact for a lot of federal workers. And let's talk about the Capitol itself for a minute. Is there, now that the impeachment trial is over and they'll get the pandemic relief bill done, they still have to deal with security at the Capitol and around the Capitol and also with the Capitol Hill police. Right. There are so many issues related to that. And of course, they all were brought to the fore by that video that I was mentioning that showed all these people literally just running around the uh, entire Capitol uh, building, House and Senate side. So there are several things taking place. One, on the overall arching uh, issue, um, there is a growing discussion about creating some type of 9-11 commission that would objectively look at this. Uh, There's legislation pending, actually, that would have uh, five Republicans, five Democrats. We'll see how big it might get. But that is going to be tough because, as you know, this is a very, very partisan period right now, especially coming on the heels of the impeachment trial. And there's some concern about the fact that some people are going to want to, on the Democratic side, point the finger again at former President Trump. Others are saying on the Republican side, hey, did House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and others within the Capitol complex do enough to protect the Capitol at that time. So that's going to be a tough issue. And then when you get kind of under the hood on some of these other issues, you have a a series of different investigations that are going to be underway with inspectors general, along with uh, congressional committees looking exactly at what was being done. Um, D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton last week had a town hall related to some of the issues just relating to the fencing around the Capitol itself. She doesn't oppose the fact that the fencing is there right now, knowing that the impeachment trial just happened, but she has legislation pending that would eventually bring it down. She does not want it, anything close to that to be permanent. I think, though, that there is an overall feeling here on the Hill that given what happened and that, that this was the worst invasion of the U.S. Capitol in more than 200 years, that something has to be done, obviously, to shore up the uh, not only the intelligence side and, and making sure that all of these law enforcement agencies work better 
better together. But then on the physical side, just making sure that there are more protective areas. You remember after 9-11, many of the federal buildings had bollards put in around the building so that, that vehicles could not get through. I just think that we're going to see a lot more shoring up around the Capitol, and it's not going to be quite the open air uh, area that many people have become accustomed to, uh, both coming to the Capitol and visiting, but also for the people that live around here on Capitol Hill. Yeah, it seems like each event that happens like this in Washington, the city gets a little bit more like Pyongyang. (laughs) Well, yeah, remember, you know, if we go all the way back to the Oklahoma City bombing, it wasn't long after that. Many who've lived here a long time know that Pennsylvania Avenue, that stretch in front of the uh, White House, used to be open. And, uh, of course, that was closed off after that. So you're right. And there have been other incidents, as you know, at the Capitol. Uh, There was at one point an explosive device went off, and there was a lot of talk about adding security at that point. There have been other issues. Um, There was uh, a little over 20 years ago, there were two Capitol police officers who were actually shot um, by an intruder. Um, So every time one of these things happen. Everything gets reviewed again. But I think this time it's going to really be reviewed much, much more broadly. And I think there's no doubt that we are going to have new steps taken. It's just a matter of what they are going to look like aesthetically and and how it's going to affect visitors. Mitchell Miller is Capitol Hill correspondent for WTOP. As always, thanks so much. You bet. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.